Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases, and the big game out last week, the Xbox Game Studio exclusive, is Bleeding Edge. The games coming out this week include The Complex, Totally Reliable Delivery Service, Lost Artifacts Golden Island, Hyper Parasite, The Curious Expedition, Resident Evil Resistance, and of course Resident Evil 3. An update for Xbox Game Pass for PC, two new games were added including Power Rangers Battle for the Grid and Astralagaster. Now it's last week's biggest news stories and we have seven to cover this week. Number one, Microsoft working to maintain Xbox Live amid unprecedented demand. Tom Phillips at Eurogamer writes, In a message to the Xbox community, Microsoft's gaming boss Phil Spencer has reassured fans the company is working hard to ensure its online gaming services remain rock solid during a period of unprecedented demand. Many people have turned to video games as a method of entertainment and escape during the global coronavirus crisis, which has reflected in a surge of online gaming and retail game sales. Quote, I have previously stated that I believe gaming has a unique power to bring people together, to entertain, to inspire, and connect us, and I believe that's even more true under these unique circumstances. Many are looking to gaming to remain connected with their friends while practicing social distancing, and we are seeing an unprecedented demand for gaming from our customers right now. We understand the important role gaming is playing right now to connect people and provide joy in these isolating and stressful times, and our teams are working diligently to ensure we can be there for our players. To that end, we are actively monitoring performance and usage trends to ensure we are optimizing the service for our customers worldwide and accommodating for new growth and demand. While these unprecedented times we are living in, I have no doubt that we'll come through this experience stronger than ever. Stay safe and be good to one another, end quote from Mr. Phil Spencer. Nice message from the head of Xbox and Phil Spencer. Credit to all the Microsoft and Xbox employees who are working during this crisis to keep all of Xbox and Xbox Live afloat. Number two, Xbox Series X graphics source code stolen and leaked online. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, AMD says that a hacker has obtained source files for some of its current and future GPUs including details about the Xbox Series X. Quote, in December 2019, we were contacted by someone who claimed to have test files related to a subset of our current and future graphics products, some of which were recently posted online, but have since been taken down, end quote, says an AMD spokesperson. AMD has filed multiple takedown notices to Microsoft-owned GitHub, where repositories were hosting the stolen Navi GPU source code. Torrent Freak reports that the code included details for AMD's Navi 10, Navi 21, and Arden GPUs, and the GitHub takedown notice says it included intellectual property stolen from AMD. AMD's Arden GPUs believed to be the codename for what is used in Microsoft's next-gen Xbox Series X console. Some details previously leaked in December about Arden related to test files that were also posted on GitHub. The alleged hacker has claimed that they will just leak everything in an interview with Torrent Freak if they're not able to sell the information. It's not clear what the source code is partial or whether it will impact the security of AMD's future GPUs, but the company doesn't appear to be overly concerned. Quote, while we are aware the perpetrator has additional files that have not been made public, we believe the stolen graphics IP is not core to the competitiveness or security of our graphics products, end quote, says AMD. 
quote, we are not aware of the perpetrator possessing any other AMD IP, end quote. This hacker is allegedly asking for a hundred million dollars from Xbox and or AMD. What a sad and crazy story. People really have nothing better to do with their lives. Number three. No indication of PS5 or Xbox Series X delays, says GameStop CEO. Joe Scrabbles at IGN writes, GameStop CEO George Shorman says there is currently, quote, no indication of any impact on the product launch or delivery date, end quote, of either PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X. In an earnings conference call, Sherman discussed the current effects of the COVID-19 outbreak on the game's retailer. While explaining that the situation remains fluid, he specifically brought up the potential effects on next-gen consoles. Quote, as for the impact on the new supply chain and manufacturing for the new consoles, we will continue to work with the console makers as launch approaches. But as of now, we have no indication of any impact on the product launch or delivery date, which is expected in time for holiday 2020, Sherman explained. End quote. As there's no clear indication of when this COVID-19 outbreak will subside worldwide, it still seems very plausible that these next-gen consoles could be delayed. Personally, I don't think they will, but I do believe that they will have shortages. I do not believe they're going to get the amount of consoles manufactured that they originally wanted, which is going to be very frustrating for anyone who wants a day one console, and the resellers will flood the market with overpriced next-gen boxes. The scary thing to consider will be all the delays to games as well. I really don't think that Halo Infinite can be delayed past the launch of the Xbox Series X. I think they need to come out together to prove that Xbox is here for the next-gen and make a real bold statement. Number 4. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remaster resurfaces at another ratings board site. Matthew Olson at US Gamer writes, If Activision does go ahead and issue a remastered version of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's campaign, it's undoubtedly going to get a bit confusing. After the release of last year's Modern Warfare reboot, bringing back the memorable 2009 shooter will probably lead some folks to believe that reboot's gotten its own second act. Regardless, a listing on South Korea's game rating and administration committee website indicates that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered is still on the way. Nibel spotted the listing earlier today. The GRAC website lists the date of classification as February 26, 2020. The first time we heard about a potential remaster for 2009 Call of Duty entry was about two years ago in March 2018 when a listing appeared on Amazon Italy. Just shy of a year later, the Pan-European Game Information Board, or PEGI, provided a rating for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered, indicating that the release may skip the game's multiplayer component entirely. The remastered version of the first Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which originally shipped with special editions of 2017's Infinite Warfare, does happen to have been leaked before its official reveal. Last year, Kotaku reported that 2020's marquee Call of Duty release was being handed over to Treyarch, who will rework what Raven Software and Sledgehammer Games originally worked on into a new Cold War set Black Ops title, while releasing another Modern Warfare remaster hot on the heels of that sub-series reboot in the same year as a Black Ops sequel or reboot might seem like a lot, just keep in mind that we've already pretty saturated in terms of Call of Duty titles. While this does get me excited as Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is one of my favorite games of all time, it's one of my favorite games of all time because of the multiplayer. If they just released the campaign, I think this is going to be huge devastating and disappointing for all of the hardcore fans out there. Number 5. Fallout 76 Wastelanders DLC delayed by a week. Wesley LeBlanc at IGN writes, Fallout 76 upcoming Wastelanders DLC has been delayed by a week. Bethesda announced the Wastelanders DLC during their 2019 E3 press conference and called it the biggest update yet that will bring human NPCs with full dialogue trees and a new main questline, choices and consequences, and much more to Fallout 76. The DLC initially received a release window of Fall 2019, but it slipped beyond that with a new release date of April 7th. 
Now, it has been delayed just a week to April 14th due to the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. Quote, like others around the world, we're dealing with a critical situation that's currently affecting so many of us in our communities, end quote, a statement from Bethesda posted on Twitter reads. Quote, for the safety of everyone, we have transitioned to remote work and are limiting our in-person interactions, end quote. Bethesda says this shift to remote work and limited in-person interactions affected the company's ability to do final testing on the Wastelanders update, which is why the release had been pushed back by a week. Thankfully, this delay is only a week, but it seems that it's only ever bad news headlines for Fallout 76. If I didn't have so many games on my backlog and games I wanted to play right now, this would be the one piece of DLC that would make me want to try Fallout 76. I'm going to be interested to see what the fanbase thinks of this update. Number 6. Bioware is working on a new game from one of its most prestigious franchises. Heather Wall, the game's radar writes, Bioware has posted a job listing that confirms the studio is working on a new game that will bring back one of its, quote, most prestigious franchises, end quote. As first spotted by Segment Next, the EA job listing calls for a technical director who will be the most senior engineering lead on the next major title in one of Bioware's most prestigious franchises. Interestingly, the job post also details that the role will require someone who's experienced with developing, debugging, and optimizing AAA multiplayer games on PC or console. The mention of one of Bioware's most prestigious franchises could refer to the development of a new Mass Effect game. It seems even more probable since there have already been reports that Bioware Edmonton is working on a new Mass Effect game led by Mike Gamble. Gamble worked on the original Mass Effect trilogy as well as Mass Effect Andromeda and his rather tantalizing Twitter bio also confirms he's the project director for an unannounced Bioware title. Mass Effect 2 is one of my top three favorite games of all time. I did actually end up enjoying Mass Effect Andromeda even though it is far and away the worst Mass Effect game. I do hope that these rumors are true, I hope they bring back Mass Effect in a new big way, and I hope they can capture the magic of that first trilogy so we can all return to that world. Number 7, Warframe confirmed for PS5 and Xbox Series X. The IGN staff writes, Developer Digital Extremes Warframe is coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X according to an annual results announcement from parent company Liu. Hong Kong-based digital holdings company Liu has a number of video game developer subsidiaries, with one of them being Digital Extremes. Liu recently released its annual results for last year and in it detailed all kinds of information including revenue, gross profit, and more. It also subtly revealed that Warframe will be coming to next generation consoles. I wanted to include this in there because I know the Warframe community is hardcore and massive. I tried to play the game once, it was just a little too hardcore for me at the time, but I definitely did not think it was a bad game. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about Microsoft. Credit to Amy Marie Turner at Mashable.com. Microsoft's first ever mention. The first ever mention of Microsoft was in a letter from Bill Gates to co-founder Paul Allen in 1975. Gates initially wrote the company name as Micro-Soft, which made sense considering its post-Manitou of microcomputer and software. Losing the hyphen, Microsoft was officially registered as a company in November 1976 in New Mexico where Gates and Allen were working with their first major customer, MITS. Microsoft didn't move to its current campus in Redmond, Washington until 1986. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I've continued my Destiny 2 grind, getting raid ready for the big raid with my friends this weekend, and have slowly become addicted to Animal Crossing. I've been waiting for Ori and the Will of the Wisps to get patches so that it runs better, and I do want to convince my friends to jump into Bleeding Edge and give it another go. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Please stay safe with COVID-19, and keep on gaming.